creative block doesn't mean you're not a good creative or it doesn't mean that you're not a good designer or it doesn't mean that you're not good at whatever it is that you're doing. Everyone experiences it. I mean, as creatives, like we can't expect to be creative every second of the day. So if you're experiencing creative block, don't doubt or underestimate yourself. You know, I think you're still just as creative as you were before you had creative blocks. So don't let that hold you back from doing great things. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm one of your hosts, Charlie. And I'm your other host, Femke. Charlie, this is actually quite a milestone episode. It is. Do you know why? Because it's episode 20? Yes. Can you believe it? I can't believe it, actually. It feels like only yesterday we started it, really, and now we're already up to 20 episodes. It's... That's almost half a year when you think about it. Almost, yeah. Almost. It's, it's so cool. I was scrolling like through our website the other day and just going back through and seeing all of the past episodes. And it's just super cool to have all of them there as a resource for other people to go and listen to. I just think it's super cool and I'm pretty proud of us that we actually made it this far and hopefully there's many more to come. Yeah, I'm proud of us too. And if anyone listening has been listening to us for these past 20 episodes, thank you so much for being there and listening to what we have to say and joining in the conversation on Twitter. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I feel like the show wouldn't be the same if we didn't have such engaging listeners. It's pretty cool that people engage with us each week. So I think that's really awesome. Me too. So episode 20, today we're going to be talking about creative block and we're going to talk about it in a couple of different ways. So maybe you've experienced creative block in a design project or maybe you're experiencing creative block in a side project or maybe you're wanting to start a side project but you're feeling blocked by something or maybe you don't have an idea yet for what you want your side project to be. There's a lot of different ways that we can experience creative block as creatives. So I think there's going to be a lot to talk about today. But I guess let's first start with our weekly check-in. So how's your week been, Charlie? Have you had a good one? I have had a good one, yeah. Been getting moving with lots of stuff and making plans for things that maybe I can talk about in future episodes. We also had a our first podcast interview, which was really exciting. Femke and I were interviewed on the Less Than or Equal podcast, which was really fun, wasn't it, to have a, have a chat to Amy? Yeah, yeah, it was super, super cool. She was so nice. Yeah, if you want to listen to that episode, then it'll be linked in our show notes. And you can find the episode on relay.fm slash LTOE. So yeah, go give that a listen if you feel like hearing more of our voices, I suppose. How about your week, Fem? Yeah, it's been a really busy one. So we had that recording with Aline, which was really fun. And I've just been working on getting some other side projects off the ground. And I came up with a summer project for myself that I am very excited about. I was very excited when you tweeted like a little like teaser about this. And I wonder if you could share more with us. I don't know. What, what is the project? How much can you share? Yeah, I think I do want to share a little bit about it because I think sharing it on this podcast will be a good way to not only keep me accountable, but check in each week maybe on how it's going. That sounds awesome. So uh, for those who don't know, maybe some of the listeners haven't yet visited my website, I run a blog and every fortnight I interview a creative. 
So they could be someone who's a designer or a photographer, illustrator, copywriter, etc. And so I've kind of got, or, or I guess I've built up this resource of interviews with creative people over the past eight months or so. And what I've decided to do over the summer is collate all of those into a magazine and launch that uh, probably probably in August. I started my blog in on the 20th of August last year, so I think it'd be really nice to launch that sort of close to the day of starting. And the idea, I guess, is kind of maybe to turn this into an annual thing, so like an annual magazine of creative interviews of people that I've interviewed over the past year. So I don't know, I think it's a it's a really big goal for me because I'm not really a print designer, but I think I do want to dabble in it a little bit more and so I'm hoping it will give me maybe something else to do, get some time away from the screen a little bit and spend some more time actually in the print world. We'll see. <laughs> that is so cool, Fem. I'm very excited by this. That's an awesome idea, a great extension, taking like the digital world yeah. offline into this little like time capsule because those people who you've interviewed, and I'm saying this because I was one of them, are going to be able to have that magazine as like a little snapshot of yeah. them in that stage in, in their creative you know career. I think that would be really cool. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, that too. Like It's like a little tangible souvenir. And I don't know, I just find that I've interviewed such a – broad range of creative people at all different stages in their career so I feel like turning that into some sort of annual magazine could be yeah a fun project to do and and a nice to have so we'll see how that goes you can ask definitely. me in a couple of weeks how it's going <laughs> okay you, well I will definitely hold you to that <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it then creative block as creatives Charlie I'm sure that you have experienced creative block before so if you have, which I'm assuming you have, what what does it feel like for you? I've definitely experienced creative block before. And I think looking back, I especially experienced it in university when I wasn't, I want to say I didn't really like know myself as a designer yet. And I didn't really know what my style was or what I was doing. And I just felt like it all, creative block for me feels really overwhelming. Like it feels like you've got so much to do and think about but you don't know where to start. Creative block for me can sometimes come in the form of having too many ideas, which might sound strange because a block generally means like, you know, you can't move forward. But for me, sometimes having too many ideas can stop me moving forward because, you know, you just feel like you should explore all of them and it, it feels, yeah, really overwhelming. So I think overwhelming and a bit suffocating is how I would describe how creative block feels and and scary too, you know, because we're designers, you know, we're creatives. This is what we do for a living. We have to be creative. So when that doesn't naturally come to you, you know, if you have an off day or whatever, that's scary because it's not like something like maths, for example, where the formula is always going to stay the same. You're going to be able to sit down and work it out with, with design. It's very different. And, you know, you need to be able to use that creative part of your brain and when there's something blocking that, that can be really hard. Yeah, I've definitely experienced the same in terms of having too many ideas and wanting to do too many things and I end up like literally tripping over myself because there's so many things I want to do and then I get to that point where 
none of them seem achievable because there's too many of them. And then you're in that situation of where you know that you should pick one and, and focus down, but you don't know which one. And so you're not feeling very inspired and you end up at this roadblock of like not knowing which way to turn. So that's happened to me quite a lot. I also feel like I experienced it a lot at design school and I think similar in that there's another 30 students in my class who all have different ideas and I feel like my idea has to be different or unique from everybody else's and when there's already 30 ideas to come up with a 31st idea of something that's completely new and unique can be really difficult because maybe there just is only a few ways that that thing or that brief could be interpreted. So trying to like force yourself to think outside the box and do something totally new and different was really tricky for me sometimes because I feel like I was like always hitting a wall because no matter which idea I'd come up with or which direction I started going, some other student in the class had already gone that way and then you don't want to end up looking similar to them and that kind of stuff. I I don't know if you experienced that as well, maybe in design school? Yeah, I I did. More in the sense that I worried that what I was doing wasn't as good as my classmates. You know, that I would see their projects and how creative they were being and I would look at mine and think, oh my gosh, have I done this all wrong? And I would just feel like I like was like sit down and think, okay, no, come on, you can do this, you've got to be better. And, you know, that's when the creative block strikes and you find it difficult to push through it, I guess. Do you, do you think in any way imposter syndrome is connected to creative block? I was just just thinking about that. Yeah, I, I think so. Maybe you have a what's actually a really good idea, but then you start seeing other pieces of work and you start self-doubting yourself and questioning it and then and then you feel like you have to start from square one and you can't come up with something new and then you're in a creative block zone. So I definitely think that it can influence how you feel and whether you experience creative block or not. Yeah, I think that how you feel is a big part of why creative block strikes, really. I think if you're in a particularly negative mindset that day, perhaps, even if you're usually a more positive person, I think creative block is more likely to strike. And same with if you're just really tired, if maybe you're heading towards burnout, perhaps, creative block is more likely to happen. Do you think that way or do you think that maybe it's just, you know, it's just part of your brain, it comes from the ideas you have? I think it can definitely be linked to burnout. I mean, there's only so many ideas or like things that you can pull out of your brain, right? It's it's not like an endless pool where you can just like dip in there when you want and pull out something super creative. Like I it, wish it was. <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't work that way. And and those who aren't creative often think that it does work that way. You know, they'll just say, oh, I need this thing, like give it to me in an hour. And you're like, what? What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to get this inspiration from? So I think that it can definitely link to like stress and how you're feeling and other things going on in your life and deadlines and those kind of things as well. So saying that, do you think perhaps creative block can be avoided? Mm, I don't know. I mean, do you feel like you can avoid it? I don't really. And I wish, I don't know, I think sometimes, you know, even though things like a lack of sleep and a negative mindset 
stress, they can be avoided if, you know, you want to focus super hard on that. But it's really difficult to be thinking about that all the time and about trying to avoid those things. And I think you'd spend more of your time thinking about avoiding them than you would about the actual ideas and, you know, getting the work done. So I think it sort of just sneaks up on you and it just hits and you don't realise that it's coming until it's actually there. So I think there's things you can do to lessen the chances of it, maybe I'll put it that way, but I don't think it can be completely avoided. I think it's something that every creative will go through, like waves of being super inspired and getting everything done and then the wall hits and you get over it and the cycle repeats, you know, and perhaps the time in between it hitting gets extended each time, but I think it will will always happen. And maybe that sounds really depressing, but I just think it's a fact, unfortunately, of, you know, being creatives and the way we use our brains. Yeah, I feel like creative block isn't something that creatives talk about a lot because as a creative, we want to seem creative all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, clues in the name, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. If, if we start talking about creative block, people are going to think or, or, you know, you assume people are going to be like, oh, but you're a creative person. Like, How can you be experiencing creative block? You know, like it's just not something that we often talk about. So especially with, you know, really successful designers, uh, they always look like they have like a constant pull of inspiration and they're always putting out amazing work. So you, you just assume like, oh, they could never experience creative block because their work is so amazing. But I think it's important to remember that they probably do and they probably do all the time and I think everybody deals with that in a different way which is a good segue I think into like how do you deal with creative block what what do you do you know if you're sitting at your desk and suddenly you just hit that wall and you're not sure what to do next what what do you do just quickly I want to say that I think that creative block why we don't like to talk about it is it's because it's like perhaps a chef saying oh, I can't cook today. Yeah, right, right. But you're a chef, that's what you do. Yeah, like, why not? (laughs) Yeah, and it's really hard to explain to anyone who's not a creative, I suppose, because it's not necessarily a case of I don't have any ideas or I don't know what to do. You know, it, it just there's something blocking you and it's hard to get through it. And perhaps you do have the idea, but it's just not turning out right when you try it. I think that can be creative block as well. But in terms of what I do to overcome it, I think I'm still learning what to do to overcome it, really. But recently I listened to a really good episode of a podcast called The Graphic Sound. I don't Have you heard that one, Fem? No, I haven't. It's really good. It's by this guy called Brandon Reich, who is a designer for the music industry. So obviously super relevant for me because that's you know where I want to be moving. And he has an episode called Pushing Through. It was episode seven and it'll be linked down below in the show notes. And I just found it really awesome to listen to this guy talking about when he feels blocked and what he does to move past it. And he just had a super motivated mindset to just push through, like failure is not an option. Sitting here and feeling stuck isn't an option. You've got to get through it. You've got to do something. You can't just let it overtake you because there's people depending on you. You're depending on yourself to get this done. And yeah, I just found it really inspiring to just think about it in a way that Being stuck is not an option. So when that wall hits, next time, for me anyway, I'm going to try just, I think I'm going to start with brainstorming to like 
you know, do a brain dump and get all of the ideas down on paper and not worry that they're, you know, not in complete form or anything. Just do anything I can to try and push through it. I don't think, like, sometimes I think taking a break is a good thing. But when you've really got to get something done, I don't know that it is. What do you think? Did any of that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that did make sense. I feel like it sort of also depends where in the process or project phase you're experiencing the creative That's block. a really good point. Yeah, totally. Like if you're experiencing it very early on, then maybe that's okay. Like maybe you just haven't got the good idea yet. Maybe you just need to spend some more time researching and brainstorming. But if you're experiencing it in like the final stages, then I agree. I think you just need to push through and trust your gut. I think often, and, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I have a few times, I get to the end of a project and I suddenly second guess everything I've done up until then. Yep, definitely. I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do this again? Like, why did I make this decision here? What if I did that? And then that would influence that thing. And then the whole thing in my mind, I start changing the whole thing from scratch. And I think when you're at that phase, like you just got to push through and, and commit to what you have decided from the beginning. I think maybe a way to overcome creative block, and it might sound like a bit, what's the word? Um, a bit of the opposite, you know, of the word creative. But I think a good thing to do is start analyzing where you're at. Like when the creative block hits me, when I'm designing a website, for example, and it usually hits, like how I find creative block happens most often is when I've done a wireframe and I've like thought through in my mind what I want it to look like. And then I come to create it in Sketch and it just doesn't look as great as I thought and it doesn't work, you know, as good as I thought once you get the actual copy in there and the actual yes. photos and things. Yes. And then I'm like, well, crap, you know, I'd been placing all my bets on this because I, you know, figured out this was the best UI to use, the best user experience, and now it's not worked out. So rather than just madly sitting there and moving things around and, you know, making a giant mess really – I think you have to go back to the reasons behind your project and start analyzing, you know, mapping things to your design and working out where you've gone wrong. Like what specifically is not working about this and what's blocking you from like not being able to see it. And I think looking at it closely in detail, you know, analyzing it can help you see through that block in a way because the block sort of like clouds your judgment, I guess. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think sometimes we think we're in a block, but but it might not actually be a block. Maybe there's just one little thing that you just need to tweak and then the rest will flow just fine. But it's not always immediately apparent that that's the case. So sometimes you just got to dig a little bit more. Yeah, I think there are definitely different levels of creative block as well. Like sometimes creative block can be a huge, massive deal that perhaps might take you a week to get over, you know if you're in a particularly bad slump. But other times you can be through it within five minutes. But when it first hits, it feels just as bad every time, you know, because you just feel completely stuck and you feel like you can't do your job and it's quite scary. So rather than, you know, just sitting there and feeling stuck, you have to try and help yourself get over it, you know. I don't think it, it's something that can fix itself. I don't think it's something that will just go away like, you know, a cold or something. I think that you have to do your best to help it. So what do you think about creative block in the side project sense of things? So 
maybe you have a couple of side projects on the go and you've been doing them for quite a while and maybe you're looking to do something new or change something and maybe start a new project on the side but you're not sure what it is you want to do yet and you're trying to think of what you could do to move forward but you're just not getting any inspiration and you're feeling a little bit a little bit of creative block. Have you had that before where you kind of want to know that you want to do something more but not quite sure what it is that you want to do? I think so but also I've got so many like ideas in my someday list that I could just go and pick one of them up. Sometimes they don't always feel like the right idea to start. But for me, creative block definitely happens more often in the middle of the process. You know, when I start a project, I know what I'm doing and I feel like I've got ideas straight away. But the block strikes for me when I realize that those ideas are not as good as I first thought they were. How about you? Have you experienced that with side projects? Like maybe did that happen with this new magazine you're starting? Is the magazine the outcome of you overcoming a creative block perhaps? Maybe. I mean, I only decided on that project yesterday, so maybe maybe it's a bit too early to tell. But I do feel a little bit blocked in some areas. Like I know that I want to expand a little bit more what I'm doing and I'm just trying to figure out what that is. So one of those being, and I know this is going to get you super excited, but uh, I know that I want to go into video. Yes. But uh, I knew it. Uh, but I am not sure yet what that actually is. So I'm feeling a bit of creative block there, and that I know that I should be on video, but I'm trying to figure out what that actually means for me. Like, what content I would share? Is that video on Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube? Is that a channel? Is that uh, me sitting in front of a camera, or is it more like tutorial style or slide? You know, slides like little classes online classes kind of thing like I'm trying to figure out what video would mean for me going forward but I just haven't figured out yet what that is and I am feeling a bit blocked there so I don't know I don't know what my next step is I think I'm just going to keep thinking about it in the back of my mind I, I haven't gone as far in yet of doing like research and brainstorms maybe that's something that I should do but yeah, I guess that's an example of me experiencing creative block at the moment for my side projects. I think that's a really good example. And I think possibly where the block is coming from there is from it being so new to you. Yeah. You know, it's a completely new area to go into and it's not somewhere where you feel at home. And that's probably why we experienced creative block so much in design school as well, because back then design was a new area for us to be in. So, you know, we're getting used to it and finding you know, our place in it all. So I, I, I think that's probably where the creative block is coming from in video as well. And maybe doing the research and watching what a lot of other creators are doing will help you get out of it in some way, perhaps. Yeah, I think it's also just the level of commitment that I know that it will take that yeah. scares me. So like some people might suggest to me, oh, well, why don't you try a few and see which one sticks? But that's not really my style. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. I want to choose something that I know is going to work well and I know that I can commit to and show up to and put my energy into. So I'd rather like know what that thing is and start it and do that with you know 100% effort than like dibbling and dabbling. Because if I dibble and dabble in the different things, of course, none of them are going to take off because... I'm not spending all my energy into it, right? Yeah, you're spreading your focus. 
I, I think that's a good way to start a new project to be really sure of what you're doing before you, you know put it out into the world. When I started my YouTube channel, I made sure that I knew what I wanted my channel to be. You know, well, it's changed since then, but, you know, I had an idea of where I was aiming for. I knew what I wanted to do. And I had an idea of what kind of videos I was going to make and when I was going to make them. And then I started and ever since I have not skipped a week for, I think it's been like two and a half years now. That's such a good milestone. I know, it's crazy. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I think waiting till you're sure and you know figuring stuff out is very respectable so don't don't feel like you should rush into it because that might just cause more of a creative block yeah yeah I'm not in a rush like I think yeah when you're having creative block there's definitely sometimes time pressures on that you know there's different situations maybe there's like a looming deadline maybe other people are relying on you or maybe it's just like my example just a side project idea that I want to do but doesn't necessarily have any time pressure on it so yeah I think time pressures can definitely influence how you should deal with creative block. Yeah I was just going to say that I think strategies for overcoming it really depend on what the specific situation is and how soon you are forced to get over the creative block. Should we move on and see what some of our listeners have to say about creative block? Yeah. Because we tweeted out asking if they'd ever experienced it and what their go-to tips are for getting out of it. And we got some really interesting responses. Clarissa said, I take a break or switch to another task and return to my project with fresh eyes later. Can't work when feeling frustrated. And I definitely know that feeling. Like the benefit of fresh eyes, I feel like is so undervalued. Just looking away for a second and I don't think stopping, but moving on to something else and then coming back to it, you can just see your project in a whole new light. If you've got the luxury of, you know, time to do that for a bit, if you're not, you know, like pushing gung-ho towards a deadline, that's the perfect way, I think. Yeah, I also think maybe getting like someone else's fresh pair of eyes. If yeah, you're, definitely. If you're experiencing some doubt or not sure if you're on the right track, like just ask someone else to, you know, spend a minute or whatever, just having a look at it and seeing if they get what you're doing and think you're on the right track. And, you know, if they say yes, then that could be some motivation for you to keep going. Yeah. And if you're in design school, perhaps an experienced creative block, talking to your peers can be really useful because you might think it may not be because, you know, they only know as much as you. But even just asking someone else to describe your work, for example, being like, when you look at this, what do you see? You know, what feeling does it give? And the words they say can help you know if you're on the right track or maybe might inspire you to, you know, pick up with a direction you didn't know you were heading and explore it. So Damien said that he goes for a walk or preoccupies himself with something else and then comes back with a fresh perspective. So that's similar, I think, to Clarissa about just taking a break to do something else to clear the mind and then come back again. And Nicole said the same thing, that she goes for a walk to Starbucks, gets some coffee and then (laughs) starts fresh. Yeah. What do you think about like leaving and like physically, like going somewhere else rather than just like moving to a different room or onto a different task? Do you know what? I think it might actually be more effective because you're not having to, you know, tell your brain that you're moving away from this task for a moment and that you're going to come back fresh. You're literally leaving the task and coming back fresh. Yeah, I sometimes find like just going for a walk around the block or just going to, you know, like get a hot chocolate or something from the cafe around the corner and then coming back is like a nice break for both your body and your mind, I think. 
Yeah, and it's a purposeful break as well, which I like the idea of. So rather than when you're feeling stuck, just being like, oh, leave that till later and moving on to something else, you've told yourself, right, I'm going to go for a walk and get this hot chocolate. And when I come back, I'm going to look at it fresh. And so you know you're not, you know, quitting on it for that moment, that you're coming back, but you're just going to give your brain a break first. Louise said that she has a cry and naps, <laughs> but then follows on with, but honestly, if I sit there trying to think of ideas, they won't come. But if I go and do something else, an idea comes to me. And I think this can tie back into last week's episode about inspiration. where We talked about, you know, how we get inspired and the importance of inspiration. There are definitely things you can do to help, like, the flow of ideas. So, so when creative block strikes, going back to, you know, your tried and faithful ways of getting ideas can help for me honestly even though it's really cliche having showers is definitely where I come up with all of my ideas I don't know what it is but they just they just happen (laughs) yeah that's not uncommon though right I think a lot of people I think the shower is very popular idea generating place yeah isn't that strange I guess it's like a one place that you're forced to be alone and there's nothing in there to distract you like yeah although they do make waterproof phones these days yeah (laughs) yeah oh I don't know yeah I guess the shower is quite and you know you've got the hot water it's quite relaxing it's just a nice way to like clear your mind from the outside hustle and bustle Holly said that switching tasks is how she overcomes creative block that there's no point staring at something with no ideas it's unproductive and frustrating hmm yeah, it can be really frustrating if you're forcing yourself to push through, but it's just not working. So, yeah, switching tasks is a good one. I guess it also depends on the deadline, right? Like if this thing is like super urgent, then like we discussed before, maybe you do just need to push through as frustrating as it is. But uh, if it's not as time pressing, then switching tasks, I think, is a good one. Yeah, and sometimes like in that situation, taking like a purposeful break could be pushing through yeah do you know where I'm going with that like if that's going to be faster for you to get over creative block than you know doing a brainstorm or like you know trying to work on it to work through it then that's what you should do maybe it's about exploring when creative block hits which ways work best for you and then you know the more you do that the more you'll get to know how to overcome it in the future and the more I mean and the less creative block will feel like a big deal Neil said, a change of task and a good creativity playlist on Spotify. So it sounds like music is what inspires Neil, which is awesome because it definitely inspires me too. Yeah, yeah. Doing whatever you can to get yourself in that inspiration zone, I suppose. If that's looking at beautiful things on Pinterest or Dribbble, if it's listening to music, if it's... Doing yoga. Yeah, doing yoga, having a cup of coffee, whatever you need to, to... Get your creative juices flowing. And lastly, Steph said that she asks for another opinion and bounces ideas back and forth. Two minds can be better than one and can yield surprising results. This was one that took me a long time to learn. I don't know. When I was in design school, I just really didn't like talking about my work with others. I always felt a little bit embarrassed by it or like just really unsure if what I was doing was right. You know, like we've talked about before about imposter syndrome. But as I have moved into the workforce and, you know, you're working on a team and you have to collaborate with your team and talk to them about things, I've realized just how valuable it can be to talk to other designers about what you're doing, even if they're not 
on the same project as you. In fact, perhaps in, especially if they're not on the same project as you, it can be really useful to get their like outside opinion. Yeah, I think especially at design school, you don't want to feel judged. You don't want people to jump to conclusions. And, you know, you're always a little bit shy of sharing your work and your ideas because, you know, someone else might not think it's very good. But I think embracing that kind of feedback can actually help you move forward in your idea. Definitely. So I think that's a pretty good note to end on. I'm sorry if anyone was listening to this and was hoping for, you know, the surefire solution to getting over creative block, but I really do think that you have to work it out for yourself and try all these things that we've mentioned and see which one works best for you and your situation. And it might be different every time, you know, depending on the deadline like we talked about and where the block is striking in the process. Any last tips you want to share, Fem? I think... Creative block can easily lead to frustration and then frustration can easily lead to just no productivity whatsoever. So I think getting smart about what to do when you're experiencing creative block, whether like we've touched on in this episode, that means going for a walk or getting a coffee or whatever or asking someone else's advice or opinion, figure out what that thing is and then make sure that you do that when you are aware that you're experiencing creative block because I think there's nothing worse than just sitting there getting frustrated trying to like squeeze the creative juices out of you and you know it's just coming up dry so just not necessarily embrace creative block but know what to do when you're experiencing it. Yeah, and unfortunately that's going to mean several times of creative block hitting and you not knowing what to do until you work out the thing that's right. But I think that's just all a part of becoming a designer really and learning your own process. Yeah, I think that's probably my last takeaway from this is that creative block doesn't mean you're not a good creative or it doesn't mean that you're not a good designer or it doesn't mean that you're not good at whatever it is that you're doing. Everyone experiences it. I mean, as creatives, like we can't expect to be creative every second of the day. So if you're experiencing creative block, don't doubt or underestimate yourself. You know, I think you're still just as creative as you were before you had creative block. So don't let that hold you back from doing great things. I love that. That is the perfect note to end on. (laughs) So where can people go, Charlie, to find our podcast? You can head to designlife.fm and there you'll find all 20 whole episodes Woo-hoo. of our show. We've got a lot of other you know, topics talking about struggles that designers face and side projects. So give them a listen, see what you think and make sure you join in our conversation on Twitter. Where can people find us there, FM? People can find us at designlife.fm and each week we post a question or two relating to the topic and as you've just heard, we read them out on the episode. If you've got any suggestions for future things you want to talk about, we've had a few people emailing in as well, which is really awesome. So feel free to send through any ideas that you have for things you'd like to hear us talk about. We got a couple of really nice iTunes reviews lately, and there's two short ones that I'd love to read out. Go for it. The first one is from, I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Nyanon. Uh, I think it's French. Uh, and they said... I love the Design Life podcast. The two hosts are really interesting and their motivation and energy is really helping me to stay motivated to work on my design projects. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that's very nice. I'm glad that we can help motivate people on this show. 
And the second one is from Habib, and they said, Listening to Design Life podcast literally changed my mentality and my workflow. Their tips are helping me to work hard and achieve my goals. There's like the most perfect review. Yeah. I feel very flattered right now and like feeling like a huge sense of responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. And you know, that's what we are trying to do with the show. We're hoping to inspire and motivate people and help them achieve their goals, whether that's inside projects or your day job or any other creative part of your life. So thank you very much to both Nunon and Habib for leaving those reviews. There'll be a link to where you can go and leave us an iTunes review down below in the show notes as well so please head on over and do that even if you don't you know subscribe to us on itunes because i know a lot of people use other podcast apps i do for sure but would really help out get the show out there see you in episode 21 charlie bye fam bye